Welcome to episode 176 of Tactical Crouch. Kick Tripod here with Yiska and Volamel. It's good to see you all. Overwatch League is alive and thriving. Although those VCT Masters numbers are pretty insane for Reykjavik. Yeah, yep. they're doing pretty well. And it does look oh, sick. Oh, man. Lands. Mm. The, I mean, the storylines are so fun. The lands, the... Like, how much meme content have we gotten out of players, oh, yeah. like, waving to each other from across the room? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something we, we hope to get back to soon. Yeah, we're almost there. We're almost there. Um, I want to say this. I'm really proud of you and uh, Yiska, Joe. I used to have to mute you got your guys' mics during the the intro music. Because you would always just like start like moving around and coughing and like Typing go right or, into yeah. the go right into the mic and just go <sighs> like <sighs> for some reason you needed to do that right into yeah. the mic and uh, I haven't had to do that for like the last like three four months so let's taught as well good job taught as well Todd let's behave good job guys. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, Hey, welcome to episode 176. Uh, before we get started, a couple of housekeeping things. The show is supported by our patrons. If you like the show, go to patreoncom slash tactical crouch. You can also follow us on Twitter at tactical underscore crouch, and you can find the show on YouTube at youtube.com slash tactical crouch. Make sure to leave a sub there, please. And thank you. It's a great way to consume the show. We have we do more than just the the head cam things for the show. We throw up spreadsheets and clips and stuff like that. We try to make it a nice visual experience for you. So if you want to experience that way, youtube.com slash tactical crouch. Uh, the show also records live every Wednesday at noon Pacific. That's 3 p.m. Eastern uh, or 9 p.m. CET for those of you across the pond. And you can watch and listen to the show anywhere you can find podcasts. Um, so make sure to do that as well. Let's jump into the news and a big thank you to our patron producers, Refined Bean, Ferdino, Battlecrab, Lotion, Reg Zane, Sir Girthalot, Porkchop, Sammy, Kosh67, Shara, Nathan, Your Misery, Fabled Steven, Roger B, Chris R34444, Bronze Bob, Boohow, Hotel Bravo 1, 100 Tain, Yiska's Opper Scented Shower Gel, and Chonk. Appreciate you. Chonk. Y'all are the, and Chonk, just like chonk. ended on Chonk. Um, anyways, we've got a lot to talk about. Got some news. And I want to, I think we're going to go at it from a little bit different order than we have in the notes. I want to talk about the Overwatch 2 okay. stream first. Sure. And then we'll okay. talk about if, we, even if we really, want to talk about start with the, the insufferable little German man who just, I mean, I, you get two doses of him this episode. It's going to be, oh, it's the worst. Ugh. <sighs> it's, it's so. It's so obnoxious when I'm constantly right, isn't it? <laughs> constantly is a little uh, just charitable, like I never suppose. fail. Just that <laughs> wait, were we, were we wrong? Just... I think never. not once in the history of this podcast. <laughs> but like, did we? Because so let's let me preface this because people are yeah, lost yeah. already. Uh, Overwatch Two has been announced, and the the really big 
Uh, splash announcement is that Overwatch 2 is moving to a 5v5 format, one mm. tank, two DPS, two supports. Um, and Yiska. Don't mind me. This just my to just so own dense. this prediction um, as if it no, was. No, no, I don't. Like, actually, Eric did it. But I will say check out like June. 2020, I talked about the possibility that it will be 4v4. Now, if you'll watch the PvP stream, they even talked about the possibility and that they tinkered around with that uh, particular iteration as well. So, I, I mean, I even said it on TCP, I couldn't find the episode, but like, if you didn't think they weren't tinkering around with the amount of players that were going to join each match in PvP as well, like, mm -hmm. you weren't paying attention. The signs were clearly there, to me anyway. Yeah. Um, the... I think what they are really going to do is they're going to keep it at 5v5. Mm? Insert a buy, um, buy, buy between rounds. We'll just go pure death match. Mm, okay. Um, Will there be a, a, a some sort of a nondescript explosive object? Yeah, you will actually uh, put a, like a, someone will pick up a payload mm, and you bring okay. it and you detonate it on the site. Makes sense. Makes um, sense. But you don't actually traverse with it. Uh, a, B, C sites, you know, type mm, of thing. Yeah. 5v5, you die once, you're done for the round. First to 13, I think, win by two. Uh, I mean, you can Mercy rest if you'd pick Mercy. Yep, Mercy still has a res. Reinhardt is much smaller Deleted. and has a gun. Um, oh, gave Brian a Glock. Cool. Yeah. I think everyone like everyone just starts with pistols. And understandable. You know, I think I think that that's the next logical <laughs> step in iteration. <laughs> the next game of Overwatch. Uh, I guess you can't call it assault, but yeah. What do you what how do you think about it? What's your thoughts? Uh, you know, I'm Adric reactions, anything? It's it's weird because it feels so I, I'm like arbitrary connected to, arbitrarily connected to six v six for some right. Mm, I don't okay. think the game is good right now. I think that drastic measures need to be made, and mm -hmm. I totally am willing to like say like fine, just go five v five, whatever. But I don't have like a strong philosophical feeling that like yes, this is what we were missing. I'm so glad the devs finally saw this glaring hole and did it it very much even even in the um in in the 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 stream it felt a little like we didn't know what else to do so we did this <laughs> and i don't know how i feel about that but that's also just my interpretation that's nothing on like it's just how i felt that's not necessarily yeah, yeah. how they communicated it or anything um mm -hmm. I'm willing to try it. Um, my Zarya, I don't know if my Zarya is very happy. My like 300 hour character, but yeah, for sure. We'll see. I'm, we'll see, I'm we'll okay see. with it. I think, you know, I think it's really easy to say 5v5 fixes a lot of problems or, you know, it doesn't solve any of the problems. And I see so many people having like yeah. very contrite Definitive. opinions on. Yeah on yeah. both sides of those that are just like it's just like so so we don't know <laughs> basically what we're saying is we don't know um mm. and whatever 
let's uh we'll figure it out and we'll go through it together and hopefully it's a good change and people want to keep playing overwatch for years and years to come that's all I fingers about. crossed fingers crossed hopefully it's it can kind of push it back into the the mainstream a little bit farther hopefully it it does well um it sucks that uh there will definitively i think we can all agree that they're you know with a fundamental change that is going to kind of rock the the competitive landscape and there will be kind of losses um it sucks um i don't think flex tanks are just going by the wayside i um for a more in-depth take i i, I don't want to beat a dead horse but you can look at some of the content that i've written you can look more there i i don't think i think things will change but i think it'll hopefully be healthy um would you say that you you lean kind of more positively john i think so but i think just because i don't think that the game gets fixed long term without a drastic corner turn rather than just trying Agreed. to constantly yep. you know You've got like the, it was, it's so dumb. This a manager I had when I was working at um, a company was, you know, you talk about like, if you go off from a port and you just change um, and you go straight, if you change your, your bearing by just one degree at any point, the closer you are to your destination, the, like the less error there is for that. So if you start at 1% mm. from the port, you end up being thousands of miles off from your actual destination and mm -hmm. you know so like i i don't see i don't see where this small late these small late one percent corrections are more valuable than just you know what like let's just take the big the big change yep. let's go for it let's embrace it um and you know it came with a lot of I I, th I don't know if a lot of Overwatch players, you know, there are people, there are Overwatch players who love the game right now. They really sure. love the game right now. And I don't think that a lot of those Overwatch players and even like esports people understand like the current danger that Overwatch is in from like a long-term viability perspective. Mm. And it's, it's really tough because I'm like, um, I loved Cataclysm in World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. I loved yeah, yeah. it because that was my expansion. That was when I started shadow priest was mm -hmm. were good. It was the first time I rated hardcore and because of that, I loved it, but you go sure. and look back and cataclysm is not looked at very fondly from a gameplay perspective and broadly overall from the community. And to say like to quote unquote save the game these drastic measures need to be made it's not about the 20 spots in overwatch league that um you know people are talking about removing and this is just the way to cut salary and stuff on the overwatch league which was the dumbest thing i have read on the internet i think maybe all i mean time. that oh, shit must have been bait that must have been bait. it had it's to impossible for it to not be bait. it had to yeah. have been i like i i, yeah. I couldn't even take it seriously um, oh, yeah. but yeah, I think that's just kind of where it is. So I'm, I'm leaning more positively because I don't know what a less drastic or more drastic change would be just generally anyways. Like what's the other drastic change that could potentially resolve it? I mean, I, I like it. 
if you go back and listen to like our preview of like what could happen, I definitely think I still stick with the idea that like anything's on the table. I think if they were just going to, I think there's there are ways that they could like not kill heroes, but just remove them and add them back in later after like retuning them or balancing them or, you know, just kind of announcing that, hey, we missed the mark on this. Maybe that could have been a feeling of uh, or could have measured up to this the same feeling, because now it does feel like a sequel, like having a sound redesign and having whatever else they want to add into the game, having a new game mode. It doesn't necessarily feel like a second game so much as it's like a big revamp. This feels like a new game. This is a yes. brand brand new yes. experience. It's going to, you know, really change how Overwatch is viewed and played. Yeah. Um, I'm of the opinion as of right now that it should be for the the better for um, for for people that are more inclined to, um, you know, big, big hero plays, lots of flashy plays, um, definitely more FPS centric, um, still holding within uh, the the hero based kind of resource trading model. I still think that's going to be there. I think that's, you know, a staple of just the, the genre at this point. But um, yeah, at the outset, without having much of any information um and many heroes to be redone and reworked and rebalanced and retuned um it seems it seems positive at least you know from my perspective so we'll see yeah i think like the first off i think this is a step in the right direction i've said mm -hmm. for a long time that uh like decomplexifying this game will help viewership tremendously um I also find like that six players such an unusual amount that it's probably harder to find friends for. Um, it's also <clears throat> it's also as you said like this is now I now believe that Overwatch Two can be a boost to the yeah. PvP player and viewership because it is such a new game. Now the discourse around this is really confusing and seems to be super. Like that just our community, though. It's like it feels so, just like our community, though. The first thing that doesn't parse for me is saying that off tanks are, in particular, the the dudes that you, are going to you know where that comes don't from, have though. not have a job. What? Where? When you when you hear that a tank role is being removed, right? Emotionally, the knee jerk goes to, "Oh my god, my favorite player is now forced to retire." Right, but why the off tank role? That's just what they move to. They're like, you don't you can't really conceive of Overwatch, even though we've seen it some some minor times of the game without a barrier. So I think in their minds, they think Ryan, Winston, Sigma, Orissa, that's going to be a staple mm. pick that can't change. What can change is Diva, Roadhog. All those are going to go by the wayside, which I believe is incorrect thinking. But this is, you know, putting putting, you know, empathizing with these these people. Um, I think that's where the knee-jerk reaction goes to is, oh my god, I'm a Space fan, I'm a Fury fan, my favorite player is now out of a job. I mean, okay, that in itself is a little bit, like, the super high-level players, they have such deep skill set, they're not going to be, they're less likely. Nope. So let's say, okay, let's think about this. So someone like Fury has higher mm. job security than, for instance, someone like Jerry would have. In, in Overwatch 2. That seems really obvious to me. Mm -hmm. um, so that that in itself was weird that it was all like put onto the off tank. 
Um, so when, wait, wait, wait. Can you? Because I, I, I think I understand what you're saying, but I know a lot of people are not going to understand what you're just saying. Right. Why is okay. it that a a DPS person who is still going to have two slots in Overwatch Two, their job is less safe than a tank role where there's only going to be one slot and presumably with less tank the, with the less chunky tank that you have the assumption is the less viable off tanks become because you they aren't very good standalone tanks on your own and you kind of go to this more chaotic like if it were going to be an off tank be sliding into that main tank role you would have this much more chaotic gameplay experience than you have with Overwatch now for the most part yeah so that's the second point. It's like with the amount of changes coming in, with 5v5 mm -hmm. coming in, with the complexities of that coming in, it isn't just about tanks. Everyone is on the chopping block. This is a different game now. Like, let me tell you the story of Hu Yal of GC Busan, who once was the best off tank in the world, then they changed like the duration of Matrix, by a couple of seconds, the role completely switches, and this kid is perma-benched on London. Yep. Fair enough to Fury, right? Small changes can do that. Now, okay, let's think about bigger changes. Let's think about the career careers that died because of goats. Can I also think about, about like how maybe like people like Corey didn't... Uh, wouldn't have had the opportunity sure. though fair enough he played in season three um like how that impacted careers this change is a completely different ball game bro roll lock like no hero limits um like hero bands all muddled together is not as impactful as this update that's coming in we're changing everything apparent like everything is on on the table in terms of like how uh, class design works. We're talking about redesigns of entire uh, roles with Bastion. We are removing a role, the interplay of that. We're introducing completely new maps that have different requirements in terms of like how much space they do. They talk about how their gameplay is already very different, like going into chokes, pulling back. Pulling into this choke, pulling back, a lot of flanking, whatnot, a lot less anchoring. Everything is about, about to change. And only the most skilled people, of which I think Fury is one, sure. will be able to weather the storm. Like, for instance, someone like Prophet, someone like Birdring, someone like basically like think of the KDP roster and you're probably pretty uh, Condo Panthera. Um, of season two and you're probably pretty golden in terms of like career longevity. These are high skilled people that can adapt to pretty much everything that's uh, being thrown at them. And they could probably also go pro in another esport. Those are the people that won't have a problem. Now, someone that is arguably like slightly above average, where the rogue will completely change in the requirements, there's no anchoring anymore, you gotta be on those flanks, Your the systems change completely. Dude, like, we might as well call the GOAT of Overwatch 1. Like, Slice that up. God, like that, after the season, we sit down, we decide it's profit, and then we start with Overwatch Two. <laughs> but so, yeah. like to to try and make sure I parse that correctly, you're saying Jerry is less safe, not because he's a DPS player and that somehow correlates, and DPS players are less safe. It's nope. just that 
overall the the talent bank or whatever that Jerry has compared to somebody like Fury is mm-hmm. just less. And so you you believe somebody like Fury and off tank like Fury is able to adapt. Yeah, much better than somebody like Jerry who does well in his specific position, but it's a specific position. Like think about for instance players like Hafi Kool or RCK, right? Mm-hmm. These players were like out of roll lock. These were players that could play Sombra or DPS, but who could also play your off tank. That is valuable in the meta where you might have to switch that in a map. In a map now you can't anymore. They are hard nerfed, right? Currently, this the game like there is a, a next level of complexity about like for instance someone like Alarm will be. Of course, Alarm will still be there, but one of his key features, the ability to track what is going on on the uh, on the field with like unreal computational power and make the best decisions out of like what 11 other other people are playing doing on the playing field. Speed chessing in his mind will be nerfed because there's then suddenly only nine other people on the field. Right. Um, And the impact of that will be less noticeable. Now, of course, Alarm has skills in the you know, the, he's pretty much maxed out everywhere, so he will, will be fine. But you get the drift, right? Like, yeah. the the respective requirements for skill sets of, like, managing the chaos and, like, everything else will have to be reevaluated. And then we're getting new uh, balance designs. And, I mean, the tank role, as it looks, like, they talk about introducing brawlers. It sounds like we're getting back uh, away from anchoring. Getting away from anchoring in Overwatch, like, is nuts to a DPS player in this current uh, yeah. d- discussion, right? Once again, we don't know anything, which is why, like, these these position, like, these situations or these talks are really weird. But there's no doubt in my mind that we buried careers with that announcement, of course, because mm-hmm. things are changing. And it's just, my it's tweet, just not the one. Like I said, but, like, yeah. Not just, yeah, yeah. In my mind, the main tank player is less suited to what they described the new role to be than uh, the off tank player would be. Agreed. I think, would you agree to the idea that their careers careers aren't necessarily buried, but a majority of their starting time might be? Depending. I mean, the teams will be smaller, right? We can... I think I think we'd agree. I think we'd all agree that teams probably coming into the first season of Overwatch League in Overwatch Two, probably teams could be considered smaller for sure. But with how with the balance changes, with how much is on the table that is set to be changed, I don't think has one that specializes in traditional flex tanks and one that specializes in traditional main tanks on your roster is all that crazy to think about. I mean, I right now we already we'll have half of the teams in Overwatch League already have depth at, at the mm-hmm. tank role um, yep. beyond like the, the, the initial two. So over half have that. It's not. Yep. But I mean, like I can totally see that oh, because it's five per team now, they changed the max roster size to 10 just to keep it double. So your max roster size is double okay. that. So like I can totally see them going that route. It probably, like, if you want to just be a real hole about it, like, yes, there's probably, assuming no expansion teams, there's going to be less yeah, people in the Overwatch League. Oh, yeah. 
for sure. Post yep. Overwatch two. Yeah. Agreed. Then then there will be. And again, assuming on, on assuming that we don't have again, we we could like they said the ideal number of teams is twenty eight. So yeah. I cannot imagine. That, <laughs> then again, like I feel like this call to make teams mean and lean that came like top down and was communicated to teams is sort of already like a little bit with the with the idea. Yes, you gotta cut down some costs this season, mm -hmm. but it also like it doesn't hurt as bad when you're if you would have otherwise downgraded from twelve players now sure. to probably seven or six uh, eight, right? Um, so like the worst is probably over, and we kind of lessened the blow already this season by sizing down. But it, I, I'm pretty confident that it will size down further, oh, especially yeah. in the uh, eastern region where there's a lot of teams mm -hmm. with 12 players. I don't think 12 players will even be the maximum anymore. Like logically, like it would have to be yeah. 10. Yep. Um, so yeah, so we're, we're like in this in this space at the moment where I think a lot of careers will be. Uh, second guess and then it also really depends on the timing like if this game let's say the beta of this game drops a week after the season concludes then you already have a, t a representative talent pool by the time the overwatch league starts next year right if it drops february and you got to start your league in april then a lot of the uh, old old guard will over because they are your best bet even yeah. though even half yeah. of those at least we're resetting we're yeah. while not hard resetting where we are like at the point where tf2 players come into overwatch one and try to or like you know cs or whatever kinds of players sure not resetting to that degree with soft resetting and everyone will have to justify their starting spot again it, it doesn't matter who you are I think maybe that's where we disagree because I I do think this is a hard reset. I don't think it'll be to the degree that like other people from other games are going to come over because like this is the hot new property. I think everybody probably has some sort of um, memories or taste left in their mouth from Overwatch. So I don't think people are just going to jump to like this new fresh game like we did when the you know the base Overwatch game. It's weird to even say that now. Um, kind of came out, but. Yeah, I do think vanilla. this is going to be a hard reset. But yeah, Overwatch. yeah, vanilla Overwatch. Um, yeah, I, I think this is a hard reset. I think that um, the game is going to completely change. I think it's going to test for a, a very different skill set. And you know, uh, all I'm saying, you know, Dallas, it's just funny that you pick up Pine. You know, a couple weeks before this announcement of five v five, and things get a little bit more FPS. -y. I'm just saying, you know, maybe you want to look into it. Maybe you just want to put on a tinfoil hat. Come join the club. That's all I'm saying. I just yeah. want to add one thing to chat. The people who are using the total amount of heroes as dictating the roster size slots is, is not the right way to think about this. No. Um, think about how many teams don't like actually use their bench. Yeah, there's like I said, the average the average team size is nine, and that's anchored by I think two two or three teams that are running twelve, and everyone else is running um, like seven, eight, and nine. So. Yeah. Agreed. Looking at it and going, every team needs to plan for every single character is just not realistic. Even right now, how many teams have somebody who's just like a Junkrat specialist? Houston. <laughs> and even then, it's like, do you need yeah. one? Do you really yeah. need somebody who can exactly. do that? And there's multiple. There's I, I could do half a dozen to probably 10 heroes who fit that, that build. And, you know, kind of earlier to Yiska's point, 
uh, adaptability is important. And just because they don't have a hero in their pocket now doesn't mean that they don't have the hero in their pocket ever. Think of, you know, players like Hydration who have kind of flexed around all three roles and just kind of picked up heroes that they never have played before and are playing it. So I, I like I totally hear what you're saying, but that's that should not be the the measurement stick that you use to kind of discuss mm. roster sizes. Like it's much more feasible to discuss roster uh roster sizes based off of the number of heroes or or roles you can field at one time it's kind of like imagine changing your how many people can stay on the football team based off of all the different attributes of a football player rather than well we have 11 people on each side of the ball um for you know three different or i guess four different kind of variable uh, play type setups, offense, defense, special teams, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know when they're going to change the roster size or if, but I would be, I would bet that they do. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else we want to talk about the Overwatch Two stream? I'm sure everybody else has kind of seen the new maps. Uh, they talked yeah. a little bit more about push. That was fine. Um, we've got some stuff from the AMA. Um, I don't think that they they really revealed all that much, except we have a new Overwatch 1 feature coming soon, which we don't know really a whole lot about that. So, um, anyways... Uh, I think that that's kind of it. Do we want to go into some Overwatch League stuff? I think the last note that I'll add is it's the one thing that I am excited about is to get my hands on some of the new changes. Obviously, with like Ryan's new changes, Zarya's new changes, um, Winston having like more range added to his kit. That's super exciting. Um, with with his new right click ability, that's super cool. That's definitely something that I've been pushing for for a long time. Is giving these like dated main tanks some some sort of agency give them something more when you compare winston and reinhardt to somebody like sigma you can see that like this game has suffered a a severe amount of power creep and hopefully that's maybe what uh, a possible new tank could look like in the future somebody that has a full kit that's a little bit fully loaded that isn't super scary when you put him alongside or them alongside something like a diva or a sigma where it's just like oh my god these guys do too much we can't balance this. I don't know how to deal with these without gutting them and making them horrible. Now that we just have one tank, we can give all of these tank players, you know, a barrier and a bunch of other things to do instead of just being Reinhardt where he just walks in with a rectangle and, you know, hope for the best. Hope your team's actually uh, got a couple brain cells, you know, packed up because it's 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 pretty, pretty frustrating when you don't do anything and you're kind of just at the beck and call of your team. So it's exciting. I'm 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 here for it. So excited to see what happens. Sweet. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about last week's um, a little bit. Uh, let's go to stage standings and throw this up here for a second. Uh, some surprising things here. Let's start with the big one in the room. Washington Justice. Oh, I got some things to say. Fell off the face of the earth this week, going 0-2, minus 6. No maps this week. Joe, take it away. 
we haven't seen say it say we it. haven't seen vancouver yet without a main tank and i don't think it's been announced on who is coming to replace redlock rest in peace you know hopefully you know you find a a uh you know wherever you're headed best of luck um the washington justice may be the worst team in the league right now Ooh, we haven't yeah. seen valiant we haven't seen vancouver but of the teams I've seen thus far, I think Washington Justice is the worst. In this meta, right? Yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt in I, my mind. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I will say... Where's the K? He's, he's, he's sorely missed on a lot of these maps. I think- By the way, I'm on vacation. I, I haven't had <laughs> the... Like, I completely checked out... Like, I have no idea. I didn't ask anyone. But where's TK? I don't know. Dude, like, I, no I think, like, there's a, there's a, like, realistic option, depending on the heroes played, that those were Jerry's heroes. I know in the post-match interview with, uh, that I had, it was, like, McCree Reapers just played by Jerry. Um, but, like, it's, it ash. feels really... A lot of Widow. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of the same things on every map into the same comps like this to me i don't think the justice are a bad team i think this hero pool has caught them horribly from a from a bizarre angle they're running the same comp what feels like 90 percent of their rollouts it's still wrecking ball uh, I have it here. Wrecking Ball Diva Echo on a Mercy with like a, a you know a, a mid to long range hit scan uh, for Jerry. Just it could be McCree, could be Ash, could be Widow, depending on the map. It is what it is. They do make swaps, but it feels like it's so terribly late. Um, I think Assassin's been playing not well on Echo. I'm gonna get back on my dupe train. Bad dupes all around. A lot of support dupes. Not here for it. Not here for it. Not about it. Uh, Max Ball not great. Zero presence. I know that ball doesn't make space, but boy, how does this kid just sit on the flank for 90% of these fights? When they played against Paris on Rialto, he literally rotates around the map, you know, sits and waits for his team to get set up, and then Paris just walks into them. They have no idea what to do. They're lost. They do not know how to play this meta. I, I would be shocked. What are their next opponents? Uh, I mean, a lot can play, happen. The thing is, it doesn't, play mayhem and doesn't shock, matter though. for June, right? I mean, yeah, they're, yeah, they're I pretty mean, that's much a out. rough one. The, the schedule yeah, basically is Audi. like you might as well just pack it up. Yeah. Hey, it, Audi, Audi. It's tough. It's tough. Like you have to you have to make up so much ground. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's justice look bad. Bad. And if they mm. had decay, I think when you saw them succeed, it never felt like they were actually able to engage because Mag is consistently playing ball and consistently just like having to two steps set up where he kind of rolls around, sits like 90 miles away from his team and then tries to set up like a roll in engage from the back, which has its merits and it is it is successful. But that's exactly what you know. You know what he's going to do every single time. And I think Paris shut him down expertly i think khan has played out of his mind and i think that was like a master class on how you're supposed to beat the justice right now but it, something's got to change something has to change and this has to be a gigantic wake-up call for them moving forward because again there's going to be a big change and if they want to pack it up now and just kind of move into 
maybe scrimming off of the hero pools. <laughs> it still doesn't uh, make up for the fact that before we get into playoffs, there's going to be another hero pool. So this this really can't happen again. They can't afford to have this happen again if they want to actually kind of salvage the season. Feels a little aggressive, but. I think they they're going to have to play for at least like a third place in, in one of these these tournaments, one of these monthly events, because they're going to need to make up some ground here. Like these are these are two losses that you want back. Paris, while, you know, was close. They didn't win a map and, and that means something, you know, you, you dropped to Boston and there's plenty to say about Boston as well. But this is not a team that should be dropping this hard this fast. So. We, we got to make some changes that uh, some some serious things have to happen. And yeah, you're I think you're right. You're rightly questioning where Decay is. I think when you saw them succeed, it was on these like really big scrappy kind of just mechanical hero plays. And, and where where's your best player? Where is the all star carry player that can really kind of win you games kind of by himself sometimes, so, you know, earn you fights that you wouldn't normally necessarily win. We see that with yeah. Carpe. You saw that with Ons last season where he's just like a dominating force. Profit's another name out there that you can just like, I think Avril kind of said it best regarding Profit where he just emanates a pressure just being on the map because he is so lethal. Um, you don't have that lethality with Jerry. I'm sorry. I, I like the kid. I think he is above average and does, deserves a spot in the league. But when your back's against the wall like this, when, when you're you know down on a 10 count, where, where's the haymaker? Where is Decay? It's... I hate to just defer to where is decay. I don't think it's no decay, no win. But when you look this rough around the edges, yeah, I'd like to see the all star, please. Yeah. What a burner. Uh, but I think kind of for more optimistic news. There was an uprising this weekend in Boston. Oh, did you like that one? Did you see the Baroi tweet, John? <laughs> no, I missed it. Oh my God. Let me find it and you, you guys can introduce like a beautiful score. Okay. For <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway. So the Boston did, Uprising uh, did go 2 0 uh, with, a, with a plus six. They're, uh, this was not expected, I believe, if we oh. look at. Um, I want to look at the. I don't think I can uh, look at the percentages from last week, but. They were favored for Toronto. Very favored. Um, yeah, but the anyways, all that being said, Boston being up on top. Pretty cool to see. 2-0. Baroy crushing his uh his his alma mater, if you will. It's, you like that? Does it feel good? Let me see it. Okay, here it is. Feels good to clap those who deserve it. Every single player did well today. Washington tomorrow. And they sure did wash the justice quite quite heavily. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think this is the Boston I think we all expected coming into the season. Finally kind yeah. of kicking off, finally kind of, you know, regaining some ground. Um, I don't think this is so much of a turnaround as an actual like, you know, um, emergence like we're actually seeing what this team can do um i am i hold slight reserves i think valentine coming into week two um in their last two games i think he has to tone it back a little bit 
unless they have some some more tailored strats obviously things can change um i don't think we're settled on a meta just yet so you know to be to be determined on that but i think valentine is is playing well but it's the aggression and the kind of island centric play style that he has that is causing him to get caught out but it is kind of netting them a lot of you know kind of hero plays a lot of picks that you wouldn't normally expect um but it's it's kind of a give and take you know kind of double-edged in that way he's playing with literally no resources which is kind of almost terrifying to think about if they actually put a mercy behind him and, and maybe gave him a little protection and maybe had him play with the team a little bit um but he is like perma flanking no mercy they're playing just on a brig on some of their control maps and yeah. you know finding a lot of success with it um looking really strong granted i i don't think the justice game was a good determiner of how good this team is so we'll kind of have to see in a way um what this this boston paris game looks like and then wrapping up with is that their final game no it can't be right they play four you play four or three games i like high four it's their last game am i like high yeah, am I like high on Molly? Flats? <laughs> Wait. What's your question? Who's their last game? Is it okay? I'll just trust that it's Glads because I don't see it on like Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, um, it's Glads. Yeah, I don't know what Glads looks like. Paris actually looks kind of strong, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I think people are kind of sleeping on Paris, and I think Dredro has has uh found a meta that he's going to excel at just because he's playing his like kind of signature hero. Um not to say that Neptuno is bad, but I think Paris is kind of really coming into their own. So yeah, Boston kind of has a test coming up. Um so far so good. Could definitely lead into a a June Joust appearance. So yeah, I'm happy to see it. Again, another competitive team kind of coming up the ranks. So I'm here for it. Uh, let's, let's go on the other side for a second and we need to talk about the East side. Um, what the f happened with Hangzhou? <laughs> what happened? Um, it's still kind of baffling to me, to be completely honest. Um, when you look at the shy architect DPS line, you think you kind of know what you're going to get. You're like, oh, yes, Shy, the tried and trusted hitscan DPS player, plays Tracer, plays most of the, the hitscans very well. Makes sense. Look at Architect, you're like, oh, yes, the Echo player, the, the Flex, the, the person who can shoot projectiles. Funnily enough, they both do it all. Who knew? Um, kind of following an Architect's footsteps in a way, you know, kind of coming in. We think we have him pinned down on what he's going to play. Turns out he can do a whole hell of a lot more than we expected. Same thing with Architect so when he kind of, it's, it's insane. It's, Talk about it, another player that's going to be safe for ne the next game. Yeah, 100%. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Forgot to click the thing. It's okay. Yeah, I, well, what do you do? What do you do with a team like that? I think they're finally kind of clicking. Um, I, I need to do a whole lot more studying to give you kind of like more salient results of the oh, sure. collapse, but it really does feel like the, the coaching change severely affected them in, in a very positive way i think mzd has been playing out of his mind i don't think he gets the love he deserves i i don't need to really talk much about gusha um and same thing with shy like it's it's this is the team that i expected to come into the season and perform did i think they were going to beat the shanghai dragons no did i say that they were 
Yes. Did I go back on my word? Yes, of course I did. I'm not that crazy. You didn't print it? No, I didn't. Oh, you coward. You absolute coward. I saw Shanghai come in. They look strong against Chengdu. I was like, eh, you know, I'm already I'm already falling behind. Let me, you know, stick to my guns. You know what? I'm I'm over this. I'm going to pred my whole list a month in advance and I'm just going to let it rock and see what happens, because every time I change my predictions, I always end up getting them wrong anyways. So I'm kind of over it. <laughs> Guys, the beauty of it. this week was I, yeah. the beauty of this week was that Joe like harassed me constantly with being behind him in pickums. Oh my god. <laughs> and then this week I just got it all back based on Scrimbooks. I got it back so hard. I was at one point I was for June Joust top 10 world. <laughs> <laughs> 6 to 10 in terms of points. Um and then I kind of messed it up on on the last NA games, but um yeah, no like I mean it was a wild week. Uh could have yeah. probably leaned a little bit more into Scrimbox even. But um yeah, I don't know. Like, it, this it, it's unpredictable. Let's be really honest. Like, there's no there's no information that you gained that weekend where you just go, "Oh yeah, I got all those right." Like, but especially in APAC, where it's just like you know that circle of awful. I honestly think like I'm I'm not happy with how APAC is playing at the moment. Like, in I what way? I I thought. In terms of like already teams weren't fulfilling their potential, and yes, some are picking it up now, especially um, Spark. Yeah. But everyone else is dropping the spaghetti. Like, where is the team, the fusion that we're like super nice, nice with it? Or it's also like are, they don't have their roster there. I mean, fair, but like they didn't have it in in stage one as well. Okay, that that's a justified thing, but like. <laughs> Shanghai isn't looking amazing. Chengdu sure. is Chengdu zoning. Like, Agreed. The, what's going on? Like, this this region is not like super consistent in the way that we were used to it last season. Agreed. I think it's it's just like straight up, especially like. I don't want to make the comparison. I just look at those rosters. I look at their performance and think, you guys have like forty to twenty to forty percent more performance in you. Then you're showing us, and like get it together so we can watch some good. Overwatch. I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> oh, and then you're like, John, huh. you have twenty to forty percent more performance in you. <laughs> it's like you know what, you know what, f- you okay? I could be a CrossFit trainer that with with a line like that. <laughs> He's got you got like twenty twenty percent more. Sorry, I derailed uh, you. No, nah, like I mean, I mean, this is it's a really frustrating region to predict and follow at the moment in my opinion i don't find those exciting get off get off my back it's not exciting if you it if doesn't you don't, that he doesn't like, find if, them exciting he just doesn't like the ambiguity of potentially totally being wrong about his read on 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 the meta and the, i mean yes in part two that that's true <laughs> that's as well what it is. like i like games like that are 50 50s on paper being being like close game close uh, or uh, yeah Every like 50 50 games in every sense, almost every result is sort of exciting because you don't know where it's sure. going. Yeah. If every game is you don't know where it's going, then it's like I just will like play, play professional coin flipping at that point. Like yeah. it's yeah, I don't know. I hope 
And then again, we saw a lot of meta volatility uh, in or volatility in results in uh, the first week at the start of the season two. So maybe I shouldn't be too quick to judge it like this. I think generally speaking, they like the 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 better teams got better the longer the uh, the stage went or the cycle went on. And I think it benefits also teams like Lads. I think like Lads is probably just also based on their strength of schedule a shoe in for this tournament as well. We'll see. I mean, are they though? I think they I don't know that they are. As far as I recall, they have Vancouver as a gimme. Boston, I don't think is a gimme at this point. Paris, I don't think is a gimme at this point. And then they end with Atlanta. I don't know. I don't. Uh, think yeah, it's not locked. as easy as it looks like on paper. But like, if you're glad, you got to beat that. Yeah, sure. That's what we said. May melee. Look what happened. Nah, they gotta go. Like that's a. It should be three one. Should it should be, be four zero. Should be. I I allow a three one. Like <laughs> I think I think I'm allowing a whole lot more. Like, nah, no, no, no. Everything else with that roster is disappointing. For you sure. Look at justice. I would not be shocked. That's disappointing too. Yeah. I, but I, I, it's fine because they at least went four zero in the first stage. Like, <laughs> there's at least something going on there. Like back to back two two week like, with that uh, cycles with that roster. No, 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 no. At that point, like you're you're sweating about your season playoff chances. Yeah, I I have not seen enough. Especially, obviously, we haven't seen Glad's win the Hero Pool meta yet. Um, cool. but this is, this is one that is a gamble. It feels like I don't think anybody's safe. I don't think anybody's coming in above. Like I said last week, like these 90% favorites, I, it's absurd. I don't think you can be certain until we enter what week For seven. Sure. Yeah. Week eight that, you know, we've seen a lot of these teams and even then you, you can have per, poor performances on the day. You can have styles kind of mismatching. Um, yeah. I, I don't trust anybody right now, to be completely honest. I wouldn't be shocked if Valiant came out and performed respectively well. Mm. Wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't be too terrib like, terribly surprised, to be completely honest with you. Um, another one, you know, you want to tout some scrim bucks with New York? How do they lose to charge, bud? I don't... Oh, dude, I was really mad. I was really mad about that result. He god, wouldn't let me. On, he would dude. shut up about New York. And oh my god! On. It is just like knees weak, arms are heavy, dude. Like spaghetti everywhere in that series. What is going on? You can't do that on back-to-back -back days. That's just not possible, dude. Like, it looks like you got your stuff figured out, and then you play like, like nah. no, 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 no. I'm mad. Chart, At that point, I'm dude. mad. Yeah. Yeah. Did Charge have a head coach yet? Or are they just like still keeping that one a, a secret? Is it bad that both of those teams just like start clapping as soon as the head coach is out? Or not <laughs> clapping, but like significantly improving? It definitely doesn't help the the stigma on, on coaching. Like I understand coaching. if stuff just changes when like a new head coach comes in and you have the same amount of people working on the job and you got a new philosophy and everyone can pull together. But yeah. this feels like everyone's been let go from jail and now they're living their best life. It shouldn't. It really shouldn't. No, it shouldn't. Like I think I think I, this this goes for a lot of different esports, but this is an opinion that I've kind of followed from league into overwatch is that a lot of the times teams are just like 
shitty morale. I don't think teams can like accurately. I mean, when I say teams, I mean players and maybe organizational staff could accurately tell you why the coaching is bad or or could give you like sure. a, a definitive reason. What they're really saying is our morale's low. We don't want to be here. We need something to change and none of us want to leave. So make a decision. I think for pageant in particular, I think there's now enough evidence to believe that he just sure. has a really defined idea how he wants to play his team to play Overwatch. Sure. And if your team doesn't vibe with that or isn't fine-tuned towards that, you will have a problem. There's another great example of a team that feels like, and I would suspect, was built beforehand and then had a head coach plugged into it. Doesn't work. It just sure doesn't work. Went. I, I can't comment on that. I'm not sure. I'm not even sure either. I think it's speculative, but it feels like a great representative of that where you have a coach that has a definitive way he wants his roster to work, is given the roster, doesn't get to build it, is given the roster, roster doesn't vibe, coach doesn't vibe, wrong coach, wrong team. Yeah. Adios. And look what happens, right? Like, I think it's a good example of that, even if it's the timelines are a little askew, but yeah. 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 So. <laughs> It's a hard team to coach just because like how the there's so many players. How the yes, so many players, different nationalities, yeah. different pressures from the outside, who you wanna or have to field mm-hmm. when you believe maybe that someone else is better. Um it's it's a it's not an easy job for sure. And oh. I'm I'm looking forward to who's going to step in there. Uh I mean to be fair, they're doing doing pretty well right now, so who's the interim? Is it Andante? Uh, I'm not sure. Chat will definitely let me know. I think Spark Chat. has one, but I don't think Charge does. I think Charge has been keeping it hush hush. Let's take a look inside a book. It's reading rainbow. Andante becomes interim head coach. Mentalist joins teams as assistant, and then Charge is still like up in the air. Yeah, yeah. Andante, by the way, low key not a name that we talk enough about enough. Like. This guy has been part of some pretty good teams in his in his past. Um, that's a, definitely an interesting character. Jason huh. Gustan wave Titans last year or two years ago. It feels like it's last year. Holy, I can't believe yeah. I said that. And then Spark yeah. this year as as head coach. So yeah, yeah. Somebody who who is kind of testing the chops, you know, kind of cutting their teeth now, and could kind of persist with the. Uh, the team moving forward and i wouldn't be mad at it i've heard a lot of good things from a lot of people i trust and yeah oh, yeah dante's the real deal excited for sure to see him get a get a chance and actually find success so shout out to him could could see if this continues why would you not just give him a second like assistant yeah. coach or as two right like yeah you're gonna need it with this big of a roster if you continue with it i mean who's really on the market like the I think it's time teams start to really kind of take chances on assistant coaches because it's not getting any easier. And you like, that's the position you want to just kind of gamble with. I don't think you want to gamble with that coach. I think you want like a definitive, like structure person at head coach and then bring in the assistants who can do the VOD review, do whatever else you need, do the people managing skills that uh, you can build and test for and that kind of thing. So. Mm. Oh, here it is. I mean, I, w- I was saying, thinking that Kenobi, but the thing is, I'm not sure what the circumstances surrounding No Hill are. Yes. Because it, it appears to be really hard to get reliable sources f- 
for, uh, mm. out of that scene in order like to have any idea and maybe you know more Kenobi um, what the reputational uh, stance is of teams towards No Hill and what his life's position is I, I think there was something about finishing classes it's not optimal for a head coach that's expected to play work like 70 to 90 hours like I agree you, you ain't finishing many classes like <laughs> As a head coach in that. So. Ideally, I think the dream scenario for uh, one CEO, Mr. Juice, is that uh, No Hill, this this kind of famed coach, somebody who's definitely um, praised a lot um, from the Chinese region, goes to charge. Maybe they pick up a former player in Dia to replace Mike Ailey, and they finally kind of get the two big upgrades that they've been looking for, maybe find some consistency, and the charge can actually look. Mm more consistent and a little bit more competitive. So I think that's where I'd like to see that go, but we'll see. Obviously there's some, some stuff going on there. It sounds like let's, uh, let's take a little time and preview next week's ma week's matches here before we wrap up. Like, Oh, sure. Um, let's, uh, let's start with East. I think we started with West last week. So let's start with okay. the East. Uh, we're going to go to the first match on Saturday. And it's going to be the Shanghai Dragons versus the LA Valiant. Dragons favored 89-11. It's a little high, but yeah, I've got Dragons 3-0. I mean, if not, like, okay, 3-1, <laughs> whatever. Just like, oh my god. Like, yeah. I will put a hole in this wall if this is close. Like, I'll Moon tell you straight up. I mean, who did Moon just dude, sign? I'm just saying. Who bro, did Moon sign? Dude, dude, this is... We talked about Moon Moon shit on the last episode, and then this man sides. Who are you, bro? Like, I don't know. At this point, I'm I'm ready to give. Who are you? A, crypt, a crypto wallet. So he apparently also doesn't have to play Overwatch after this. That boy is a bag secure. <laughs> Unreal, right? Like, wow. I mean, they they must just see like the potential in the guy. And I mean, the kid I, is I cracked. He can play yes, some but, stuff really well. Yeah, but it's, but it's very like, specific. bro, this, this reeks of Mendo syndrome, where it's like, oh, I'm the head coach that finally fixes the boy wonder. Yeah, where it's yeah. like, come on, man. Like, it has been tried so many times. Why? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Shanghai for you, you'd say? Yes. 3 0. <laughs> Hopefully, no points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus. Let's go to the next one then. NYXL versus Seoul Dynasty. 78% Seoul on this one. I actually haven't put in, but I'm going to say 3-1. I'm going to lock it in now, and I'm not touching it. 3-1 Seoul? 3-1 Seoul. I don't want to predict this. Well, you have to, so <laughs> pick one. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. This team has hurt me a lot. Both of those, yeah, actually. No shit. Maybe it's because NYXL... Ain't as good as you think. Dude, it's, it's basically the situation is currently, I'm sitting here, and there's two bear traps, one on the left and one on the right. I'm just like, which <laughs> end do I put it in, dude? Uh, it, I, I agree, but I think I, like I trust one team a little bit more. Saw yeah, Overwatch League I, edition. Okay, I, I'll go sold just because it's the sensible uh, thing to do. Win. All right. I can't wait for you to switch your preds. Couple uh, of coward picks to start. Let's go to <laughs> NYXL versus Valiant. Okay, this is where I'll actually get Valiant to map, and I'll say 3-1 New York. 
boring safe i know i got some spicy ones don't worry they're coming. yeah i think i'll go three or new york all right and then seoul versus shanghai i have seoul here three one why though why though um <laughs> i don't think shanghai's been all that good i'm ready to trust seoul a whole lot more than what i've seen from shanghai thus far same reason why prided or initially prided spark last week um yeah i think there's a lot to kind of be excited about or or kind of look forward to regarding any kind of like messiness in the meta when you have an all-star like profit you have somebody that can at least reach a similar or at least touch similar peak like fits this team has depth to it i think creative has definitely swayed my opinion um just on paper i think they can compete with the dragons that is looking a little kind of worse for wear um from what we've seen so yeah i, I think soul could catch them looking obviously it'll kind of depend on what they show versus new york um i think this one could change for me just because i haven't seen soul but for sure. um out of the gate yeah i'll say i'll say soul for sure I mean, this is the principal game of where you just jump jump ship as soon as you see the first games and the yeah. results there, right? Yeah. Like if if Seoul loses against that NYXL team, yeah, it's you're probably you're jumping not over, Shanghai. Right? But there again, Hero Pools, has, I've seen crazier things. So I mean, yeah, it's a Paris Eternal all, beat but... uh, Washington Justice three zero, and that was. Uh, nah, I'm going Shanghai three one. Fair enough. All right, let's jump over to the West, and we've got London versus the Dallas Fuel kicking off Friday at noon <sighs> Pacific. And this one's got Fuel 92. Now you're yeah. making a face for I want London to be better, man. I, I, I kind of expect it a lot, and I know they're playing on ping, and it's, there's a lot there, yeah. but yeah, I'm not impressed thus far, and it, it's, it's disappointing. So yeah, I got to go Fuel 3 Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, at this point, you got to, like, in my mind, I asked this, like, Commander X, where I had, like, a post-game interview with him uh, this weekend. They don't think about it this way. But in my mind, my gut intuition is, it's like you cut the season off and make it, like, pre- and post-Sparker. Hope for a good meta role in, uh, what's it? What's the J Summer Showdown? Yes, yeah. Summer Showdown. I was like, July, July, Jamboree. So, yeah, no, like, uh, this is, this is a rough, rough stage overall for Poland and 3-0 Dallas. Um, all right, let's go to uh, Gladiators versus Titans, 82% LA here. I would shrink that down quite a lot. I I don't trust Glads as far as I can throw them. There's a whole lot of people to throw, so it ain't going to be far. Um, I do have them winning, but I think this is going to be like a close 3-1, maybe even a tied map in there. I think this this might actually go the distance in ways. So I do have Glads winning, as I do think they should win. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a little dicey. Yes, go. I don't like you right now. Yeah, we know. We I've, we've known that for a long time, dude. Like, nah. This is this. 
better be an Omega stomp, dude. Like when you come into the main melee with as much prep as you're going to get all season long and you go two and two. That doesn't instill a whole lot of confidence for me. Didn't the glads, and this is your isn't this the first match in a month? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. A lot could have changed. Observation as Agreed. Well, yeah. A lot could have changed. I'm willing to be my my have my opinion swayed. But I I I do not trust this team right now. No. Who plays, you better who be plays main tank for uh, Vancouver this week? Yeah, couldn't tell I mean, you. This one. Couldn't tell you. I mean, my gut feeling tells me. I. I'll give it to him. I I don't okay. think I I yeah I I see where you're headed. Joe, I got a like, tweet from 2017 for you on, on that what's one. That? What you know the Changsik? Is it Changsik? Uh, I mean that's the rumor, right? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that, that's a blast from the past. We'll say I. Yeah, that tweet came in 2017 where I said he should have retired. <laughs> then he made me sort of regret my words during Pony, even though like that was also like a like a boost job by yeah. half the team, especially Alarm. And then <laughs> like apparently, uh, yeah, I don't know. May, uh, may, I mean, I, I'm 37 is now one of the best players in the Overwatch League at the moment. So what do I know? Like, I wouldn't even go that far. Boy is cracked at the moment, dude. Like the boy is cracked at the moment. By the way, that that's a misjudgment. And then also, okay, let, let me just get this out. Like on this podcast, still, I was wrong about Leaf. I was so wrong yes, about Leaf. Were. I was so astronomically, absolutely, like atrociously wrong about Leaf. Good this boy us. is zero washed. He's dirty, is what he is. Like he's crusty, dirty at the moment. Yeah, nah. That boys, China's got some talent, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> of course, Kenobi. The CEO was even watching. Off. No, he just did. He wants to show the show. The... Someone said it. <laughs> he wants to use it for our annual reviews. Yeah, nope, so nope, here nope. you are admitting you're wrong. <laughs> Why do you deserve a raise? <laughs> you were wrong. Uh, Houston Outlaws versus London Spitfire, 91% Houston. Yeah, Houston. Yeah. All right. Yeah, not okay. much to say. <laughs> uh, San Francisco Shock versus Toronto Defiant, 86% Shock. It's another one that I'm Stop. just like, I don't Stop. know. I don't know. I, I'm not, I, I can't then go Toronto. It. I can't okay. go Toronto. Okay. I'm not that crazy. Um, okay. I am going to give him a map. And <laughs> knowing, yes, with Vancouver, this is going to sound very similar. Um, I think this could be a little closer than people expect or people give shock credit for. It's a weird hero pool. They're not. I don't know if I'm comfortable saying this right now, but I think there is questions around their consistency as of as of late. Do we see more Viola DPS? What does that mean for the roster at large? Is there any kind of changes coming? Uh, I'm I'm on shaky footing with the shock as of right now. We I think I, I wouldn't be shocked if they come out 3-0. It looks decisive. They look super great. Fantastic. I also wouldn't be surprised if they come out with Violet on DPS, Twilight playing main tank, and Super playing Genji. I don't know. I could not tell you right now because this team's kind of all over the place. Still doing relatively well, but... I don't know how to feel about them. I don't know exactly who's playing what or why they're playing it. So, yeah. who's to say? 
Let's also be real. If they actually lose lose that match, I mean, you can lose against the Fuel. I don't have a problem with that. Sure. That said, if you go 0-2 in this week, dude, like, this, your era is over. Like, yes, we can talk about, like, yeah, no the way. Houston game being sort of fluky. You already didn't make the tournament. You're not going to make the tournament again, then. Yeah. Your era is over. Yes, you can, like, probably still try to go for a three-peak and peak late. But your era of dominance, of, like, getting into yeah. every single tournament ever, and, like, only missing the uh, semifinals, like, once, or, like, yeah, no, that's a different Dominant topic. feels on its last legs, and, and yeah. The June Joss has to be kind of a return to form for them if they want to kind of keep that era of dominance. I don't think they're... I, I kind of measure that a little differently where it's like, yes, they're dominant, but I think like the shock era, if that makes sense, in a more broader sense could still be. I'm not willing to kind of write them off until we see the close of the season where I wouldn't be shocked if uh, funny pun intended, not really intended um, that they come out, you know, in the finals and actually win and capture the three peat after kind of having a mediocre season. Wouldn't surprise me, but yeah, I wouldn't write them off just yet. Dominance wise. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's it's on the horizon for sure. But yeah, I have shock winning. Sorry. Long winded yeah. to say All shock right. wins. Jeez. All right. Uh Atlanta Rain versus LA Gladiators, seventy four percent rain. <sighs> okay. This is good. I'm gonna rob my sanity. This is a sleep stealer. Like Sleep Stealer. This this should be a great game. Yeah, but like I don't know what to print here, dude. <laughs> I okay. Here, I'll help you. You should pick Atlanta. I'm picking Gladiators. Scrimbox, baby. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I I hate that you can just bring that out, just break the glass, and just <laughs> hand yeah. wave away. Yeah, I I like what I've seen from Atlanta thus far, and I think that they're going to perform well. So yeah, I don't know. Yes, even though you haven't seen them yet. Um. Yes. Okay, here, I'll give you this. If, if Gladiators comes in against Vancouver and actually, like, struggles a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no more scrim bucks? Um, like, if they actually lose a map, I'm the first person in, in the tools, like, beating the actually, like, slug-fezzed speed at which the uh -huh. side can sometimes move and will change my pred instantly. Because that shouldn't happen. Like, this team should absolutely, like, make a statement this week. Sure. Sure. Do you expect them to? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it, when it doubt, in doubt, bucks out. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a tough one, for sure. This is one where I will change my friends pro probably. probably. Currently, I have a 3-1 Gladiators. And that's fair. I think that's fair. I think reasonable... You want to see the team, you want to see them play, can change on the fly. Uh, moving next on to Toronto, Houston. I don't think this is too crazy. I've got this Houston 3-1. Okay, okay, okay. I was yeah. about to say, like, you, you were already, like, trying to just, like, talk yourself into, like, defying chalk, like, sort of, like, fever dreams. I was like, is he about to, like, after that week with people on COVID and stuff, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is he going to justify himself into saying Again, these, for these no are reason? all locked in beforehand. I know nothing about no COVID. I know nothing about Vancouver Titans swapping their main tank out. These are, like, weeks in advance. I'm I'm over trying to swap Why? 
Uh, it's I hit a lot more. And this is this is literally like a betters like fallacy where I think I'm I'm actually more accurate. Like the farther out I pred, it's just not true. I'm I'm guessing. Um, yeah. But I've I've swung it's... and missed way too many times just changing my preds. So yeah, Chad. I'm, I'm, I'm can't sniping. You've done this. Oh my god! I, I still predated Houston. I just gave Toronto one. What a terrible take, dude! Like, <laughs> wow! Damn. Oh my my god. god! How many weeks ahead? Yeah. Oh, I usually do it like at the start of the week. So like Monday morning, I'll like wake up. Oh, I thought you were weeks ahead. Oh no no no! I can't go okay, that far. Okay. That's Not with the... hero pools. No, 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 okay, that's fine. I thought yeah. you went like. Oh, like six did the whole weeks season. in advance. I bred it like <laughs> no, 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 because I'm better that way. I'm like, wow, <laughs> no, just just a okay, week. I'll, I'll just... take I take the robot voice back then. Was it the robot voice? Yeah, it was the robot voice. Okay, right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he enjoys his dream deck, John. I do. Oh, do you have voice <laughs> mod on it? Yeah, it sounds like it at least. Yeah. Oh, I missed it. Dang it. <laughs> so where are you going? Are you going to Houston? Okay. Mm. All right. So let's go second to the last one of the week. Vancouver Titans versus Atlanta Rain. What was that? Are you That's a beating? That's a beating. This is oh, why this be. is why for any of you aspiring content creators out there, look at Joe and Yiska's webcam framing and just do the opposite. Just I'm do, I can't do anything. Just do I'm, the no, I, I purposely hit that that hand. Off. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Everyone, I, I, like in, everyone in case, already knows. In case what you haven't been able to tell, I stopped trying to just to to manage those windows. I just we just leave them. <laughs> there. We just leave them there. <laughs> yeah. We do be I mean, I might as well get my tag like tattooed on my chin or something <laughs> yeah that would be actually much. like a really funny like if we unfortunately we won't be going to blizzcon together this year um mm -hmm. but to like <laughs> get a little like name tag thing that's on your chin that's just in the font it's like the white tag board with go. just our font on it would it be obnoxious to wear your own merch to like an event that feels obnoxious i that's the reason an, to do it to an event <laughs> maybe like in your own content though no yeah that that, that I, I i could get but like just showing up to an event like hey like our merch yeah you know, uh, uh kamarowski the difference is is that they're only taking up like 15 percent of the thing so like <laughs> auto frame uh, i don't know why that. i can't fix it though i'm sorry uh no it's fine it's i i really don't care that much um so yeah anyways both on rain great uh yep. we're ending this one up with a probably Ooh. maybe uh really scary one here the yeah. dallas fuel versus the san francisco shock okay this is gonna offend some people i think but There's i have i have shock winning this. um oh dallas is another team that i think uh people are going to ride very high on and for for a rightful reason but i think this hero pool has shown that it, it it is a big shift away from what we assumed we knew from the may melee and if you go back to the last show i think it was dallas houston um dallas houston there's one other team oh justice 
Um, those were like my three teams that I was like kind of, you know, shifty on. What are they going to look like? Are they going to, you know, march in with the same dominance? I, I hate giving shock the benefit of the doubt here going, oh, maybe this is scary shock. You know, maybe they've woken up a little bit. It's, you know, getting into midseason. So maybe they can bring that consistency. I'm willing to trust the team that's won two world championships more so than the team that had to kind of align the stars in a magical storybook way. Respect to them. Love what I saw. I don't know that they can bring that same level come hero pools. I, yeah. I am kind of concerned. I that, And it's not even like I can change my opinion all that much because they play the one in Spitfire. Yeah, they don't have great reflectors, so to speak. Like yeah. we won't... Even the defined aren't a great reflection of what the shock will be capable of, no. probably. But if okay. they struggle against the defined, then yeah, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. Either way, okay. I have a three-two shock as well. Very much for the same reasons. Like there's still a lot of built-up belief that this team, like let's be honest, like the season format doesn't help a team like this. Like we know the shock are slow to a season. Mm -hmm. Slow to a season, like four games. If you want to, that's good for a team that starts slow to a season. Now it's a, an entire cycle. So these things aren't equivalent. I think, like, unless there's something internally going on, this team probably just, like, has had a wake-up call after not, like, making the finals, not going to Hawaii, and are going overdrive mode. I expect... Mm. Like, and, and they have done it too many times in the past, dude. Like, at this point, it's Lindy. Like... Yep. There just wasn't enough uh, opportunity to mess up once. Like this team has never been perfect, perfect, right? Like, oh yeah, for sure. They they're Definitely. known for like they they ne never won a season, a irregular season or whatever, right? So this format itself is a struggle, but they have demonstrated the ability to come back from uh, big losses and just take that as uh, motivation and just like show the league what they're made of, and they've done it multiple times. Therefore, I have to count on that being the case. I also think that the Dallas situation was a bit of an overperformance. Mm -hmm. um, also, the only team that got in with 2-2. So, this will be a great match, at least. That's... Uh, um, I'm confident in. Um, yeah, Shock 3-2 is, I think, the, the reasonable take here. Alright. Agree. Okay, well, that's our predictions for the week. And I think with that, we're set. I think that's it. I think that's um, a show. We it sounds like we want to do a game night on Friday. Our last Agreed. game night together. Uh, we're going to do that at noon. So essentially we're going to miss the London Fuel game. Darn. Oh, no. -y. Darn. Darn. Uh, to play some games. <laughs> uh, bring some yeah. drinks and uh, your Jackbox fingers. Or Among Us fingers, maybe. I don't know. Maybe we'll do that and get all the the mods and stuff set up and proximity chat, but that's, it's a ton of fun, but it's a lot of work. True. Um, but yeah, so I think that is it. Anything is else? It? Or are we ready to sign off? Um, do we want to do this now, Mr. Yeah. German man. All right. If you could, Mr. Horseman, please, um, enjoy this video with the chat. From the viewers at home. What? We put something together. Uh, this this is your final show 
on um, tactical crouch for the foreseeable future obviously overwatch 2 could bring you know some people back we don't know um but yeah put to put together some uh some things to you know from the community and some of the the highlights of the show okay so yeah you guys so should i like play this on the like the show show yeah 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 i think i can i hope i can frame it right let me yeah it's okay if you don't let me get it close give me a second chat it's not sad chat we're not going anywhere we're just shifting games that's all uh okay let me why can't why can i not use my brain there's that's how my brain works i remember now <laughs> i'm kind of putting you on the spot as well so i think it's, it's i think it's you can't really do it a surprise otherwise i get it <laughs> yeah, <a little> bit. <laughs> i was gonna come in and be like man john this second covid shots really got me down could i like can we shave about like 11 minutes and 57 seconds yeah. off of the uh <laughs> but I didn't want to be like, yeah. hey right, this is about so me today i got this i'm going to send this audio through to you guys as well oh uh, let me know if you can hear this I hear a song. Okay, mm -hmm. great. Yeah, that wasn't. I just wanted to make sure that that audio was okay. coming through. Eleven try. minutes. All right. It is. Here long. we go. It is long. Got some good moments. Am I gonna cry? Do I need a tissue box? I, I've had Maybe. one here on my desk since I'm thirteen. So since I was thirteen, so we're nothing. Oh. <laughs> is it full screen? It's just oh, my forehead though. Oh, it is just your forehead. Dang it! I gotta change. The I do have a big forehead though. Again. It just kind of like goes back inside show you know scrim bucks sorry chat i know this is not production quality that you've come to it's know and love okay we're here to celebrate get used to it you know? <laughs> <laughs> we're taking no stuff <laughs> True. uh all right let's can... give this a watch here let's do it hey john hello everybody if we decide to use this on the the next podcast um yeah just wanted to kind of throw together um some you know, voices, some, some members of the community that, uh, you know, wanted to say a thank you to you, um, Mr. Mr. Horseman and, and for, for putting this all together and, uh, really kind of being the, the progenitor of a, a lot of, uh, a lot of smiles, a lot of laughs, a lot of love, uh, throughout the, the years. Yeah, I guess that it has been a lot of years. So, you know, the, the creation of the intro music, numerous memes, hating Toronto, buying Toronto. a cur curry shot Jersey, um, <laughs> Yeah, we just wanted to go over and uh, you know look at some of the the, the finer moments and, and give a voice to the uh, the the viewers like you at home uh, that uh, you know wanted to say thank you. So here you go. Overwatch League Daily, your daily source for Overwatch oh League news, scores, and more. Here's your host, Kicked Tripod. Let's take it for from no the top. reason at all. Anyways, thank you guys for being here. Uh, Joe, Yiska, we've been talking about doing this for a long time. I think it was back in, both of you have been on my show, Overwatch League Daily. You both do Volumel's Viewpoints, which is always insightful. And then Yiska, thinking it over, a staple of the competitive Overwatch subreddit. Every time you post one, they <laughs> love it. Every on. time. <laughs> we all know what it's about. It's, we all know it's, it's who y'all looking at. Come on. Who, so the, that stupid video that's unlisted of me singing an sync song. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh yeah. 
getting that justice up there. Unless we see something different this week. But Wait, why am I saying? Do I believe that? Hey, KT. Thanks for everything that you've done for the Overwatch community, everything that you've done for Tactical Crouch, the content that you've made, your hosting ability, um, just everything that you've done for Overwatch has just been absolutely phenomenal, and I'm so glad that I got to know you, and I'm so glad that I, call, that I get to call you a friend, uh, and I hope you take care, and I hope that we see you again soon. Hey, Joe, they took down our music again, so you need to sing the intro. Intro done. Boom. Hey everybody, welcome to preach. That was really good. You were I feel like you knew what I was gonna ask you. Welcome. I had no idea. I was just like, I'm ready to do whatever you're about to tell me to do. I was just bought in. they keep taking down the music on YouTube, even though I've paid for it. And it's like I dispute it, they're like Mineral has no idea what's going on. <laughs> Just why do I care about this? Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 69 of Tactical Crouch. What's solid? I'm, I'm impressed. Thank like, you. Yeah. That was so well done. I literally, Somehow you made that usable. I literally am like, I have to find a way. I have to find still, a way. So. Still haven't figured out the rights issue, huh? No. Yeah, yeah, nope. So we just got to like do with what we can. Yeah. Uh, but welcome to episode 69 of Tactical Crouch. Of course, we start this episode with a meme. Uh, just makes perfect sense. I'm King Tripod. Hey, John Zarek. Congratulations on nearly three years of TCP. It's been a lot of fun working with you. Uh, I learned a lot, and I look forward to your future endeavors. Cheers. Eric, by the way. The, the real fourth host here. Thank you, dude. <laughs> oh, man. This is not the where I should have stopped it. But okay, here we go. We're dancing. We're feeling really good. Someone just went through my clips. I mean, I got quiet at the time I was messaging Joe because I was about to put a hole in this fucking monitor. They're just fucking like knife at your back, just like spamming. I could I could see the button presses through the Ethernet. I threw. He's the new Batman. Oh, fair. I threw. I I was so proud of that answer. It's like it's so good, and it's not Batman. Hey, kid, it's Chris. I just want to say I'm gonna miss you, buddy. I hope you continue doing what you do in the future, and still keep me down to play some Patreon games, man. Good luck, man. The mid-season break. Love Got you, a Chris. cool opportunity here. Joined by, of course, Yiska <laughs> and Joe. Right, Good to dark. see you guys. <laughs> but in the, the dark, dark. Just completely dark. Might as well not even have his cam on at this point. None, <laughs> none <laughs> other than the godfather, the, the father of Overwatch stats himself, analyst for the Toronto Defiant, uh, memer, dreamer, and uh, panda cosplayer. Baroy, Baroy, it's good to have you on the show. It only took us 35 I, episodes. I feel like I did something horribly wrong because this is episode 35. 
And I'm here, finally. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the Tactical Crouch, episode 137, brought to you by viewers like you on Patreon. Today, with your usual hosts, the I can give you advice on how to build a Dolby Surround Sound 5 PC streaming setup, John Kick Tripod Hostman, Ooh. together with None other than... Look at you here. I just saw this Reddit thread. You start with the foreplay and I will be back in two hours. <laughs> Sascha Jiska Heinisch. <laughs> and of course, the man who writes so many articles you thought it were three different people, but you vividly remember him for predicting China to win Overwatch League Season 12. Joseph Volmer Franco. <laughs> Today, with a unique guest three-time visitor on this show, world-class esports analyst, content genius, number one panda lover in the world, and famously remembered for his <laughs> disappointment over finding out that the Cheesecake Factory is, in fact, not a factory. <laughs> Dennis Bowoy Mats. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your episode 137, Talent Lineup. Hey KP, just want to say a quick thanks for all you've done for this community. We also owe Katie and Choji and Timo a huge thank you as well for sharing you uh, with us for all these years. Um, really wouldn't be here and have met this great community if it weren't for the blood, sweat, and tears you put into Overwatch League Daily, which I found through the podcast feed through searching. And here I am, however many years later, top-notch host, top-notch technical acumen, and just awesome guy to go along with it. Thanks, man. We'll miss you and happy to support whatever future projects you got going on. Hello there, Mr. Kick Tripod. This is the CEO of the Tactical Crouch Podcast, oh, Mr. Man. Juice. And I just wanted to say thank you for all the contributions that you've given this to the Tactical Crouch Podcast. This guy has the same background as Kenobi. I'm here to inform you <laughs> that we will indeed be retiring your jersey number after the end yeah. of the season. Wait, what? What do you mean he doesn't have a number to retire? Oh, wait. Well, well then retire his, retire his initials. <laughs> Of course I can do it. I'm the CEO of the Tackle Crowd, God damn it. Retire that man's initials. <laughs> stranger, KT. Hey, KT. It's Chunk. I wanted to thank you for the wonderful posting you've provided for TCP the past few years. While I'm sure Yisk and Volmel are going to do a great job, your absence is going to be felt, and TCP just won't be the same without you. I wish you the best of luck going forward, whether that's informing the masses on proper audio setups or working on top secret projects. I know you're going to keep killing it. Don't be a stranger around Discord. Make sure to come back for game nights. Much love and respect. See you around, KT. Ah, John, didn't see you there. Just getting ready, getting ready for you for your last episode. You might want to wear uh, your protective headgear for this one. It's going to be rough. It's a bit cringe, let's be honest. I'll just stick what? through it. I have one take. I don't have enough props. Quick swip. Oh, what that is? I'll never tell you. You have to go to your grave uh, without knowing that one. <laughs> I learned a lot from you. Like, how not to eat string cheese. Oh my god, free. It's way better. I don't care what age you're eating that. 
Is he going to get the whole thing? Seriously, I don't think it necessarily needs to be a sad moment, even though I had my sad moments when you told us. I think in many ways, there's a new start where we can, with full force, sprint into Sprite Drop and really pursue the things that we want right now. And who knows? Maybe if Overwatch 2 strikes your fancy, there will always be a spot for you on this podcast, as far as I'm concerned, as you've helped build it with us. Now, I know you like the German words uh, of the day, so I'll give you this one as a send-off. I think throughout our time, when you hosted us, you had a certain Fingerspitzengefühl. And Fingerspitzengefühl is a fairly hard-to-describe word. It's literally translates to the feeling you got in the uh, tips of your fingers. But what it really means is there's someone that in the vast majority of cases knows how to handle it with grace and navigate us through very challenging topics and made us all still have jobs after each podcast recording. And for that, I want to thank you. Looking forward to Spike Drop. Love you. Well, jeez. How was all, you guys? All thanks to the community. They, they, I put it together, but I, I, they did a lot of the legwork, sent in a Wait, lot of clips. And you can edit videos like that, and I've been editing these things for the past 176 episodes? I mean, I can line up clips on a Vegas <laughs> film thread, yeah, I guess. Oh, man. I love you guys so much. Everybody who... Just thank you. Yiska, wear a robe more often, please. Uh, I was I was convinced he was gonna open it up at the end and like there's multiple sort of, times yeah, where yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. he was fiddling got, with it and I was getting real uncomfortable. I've got my finger on my stream deck and just be like we're going Go. out, we're we're going out with the demonetization strike. That's how we're we're tanking the channel. He's just blowing it yeah. up before he goes. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um we talked about this four weeks ago, but, um, you know, this, this wasn't a fun or easy choice, uh, for me. Um, I don't like, number one, I just don't like quitting things just period. Um, it's just not really in my nature. Uh, another thing is, is that this, the show is like truly a highlight of my week, especially now as I'm busier than ever. Um, it's like one of the few times where I can just grab a, Born to Run Mojito, brought to you by... No, just kidding. Um, it's I needed a drink for this one to get through it. Only 100 calories, though. Not bad. Um, <laughs> I, well, I, and now I just lost my train of thought on what I was going to say. Um, what was I saying, Joe? You were listening. Four weeks ago? Four uh, weeks ago, yeah. I was, yeah. It, just a very, it was just a very sad thing. And um, I, I'm confident it's the right decision. I'm going to miss the show every single week. Really excited for, um, you know, the opportunities that we might have in the future to work together. Obviously, we're still friends. Obviously, I'll still carry Yiska and Valorant. And uh, he has been cracking. He's been popping off. I've seen I've seen some Twitter clips. I, I post John's my 40 bombs all the time, baby. Yeah. Does does be putting up some numbers. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you to everybody in the chat um, who's, you know, said such amazingly nice words and those who have been in Discord doing the same in the YouTube comments. Um, 
jeez, I don't even know. I don't even know how to repay it in any way, but uh, we won't be strangers. And uh, yeah, I guess I guess we should do uh, a closing one last time. Let's go. All right, let's get it. Patron producers, we're doing this in one breath. <clears throat> let's go. I can feel it. Big thank you to <gasps> Refine Bean, Ferdino, Battle Crab Lotion, Rex Zane, Sir Girthlock, Pork Chop, Sammy, Kasha67, Shar, Nathan, Your Misery, Fabled Steven, Roger B, Chris R34444, Bronze by Buhau, Hotel Bravo 11, Hunter Tain, Yiska's Opera Scented Shower, Shower Gel, and Shonk. Oh, baby. Wow. That was, you oh, you had a lot of air left at the end of that, oh, right? Oh, baby. Yeah. Wow. It's because I've been wearing a mask for the last year and a half and running. <laughs> True. Yep. True. Like the best worst thing to happen to like physical fitness and in gyms is to make people wear masks while they're at it because you have to like yeah. to cycle your air so much better. Now look at this. Yeah. We did it. Uh huge thank you to everybody. Um, all those patron producers. I love each and every one of you personally. Thank you for supporting the show. I hope you'll continue to support the show while I um am not here. Uh, if you, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure so many of them supported it just for me. Um, just kidding. Uh, yes. And, uh, if you want to support the show as we move forward, patreon.com slash tactical crouch is the place to do that. We did get some new subs. Uh, Cyclist, Welcome back. Sad albatross albatross. Welcome back. Chris. Thank you so much for the two gifted and lower bear with the five gifted. Appreciate you all a ton. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for supporting the channel and supporting the show, um, through your subs, through your tips, through your, uh, patrons, through your kind messages, through your activity on, uh, discord.me slash tactical crouch, where you can go and hang out with us throughout the week. <sighs> but with that being said, let's do some shout outs for the week and where people can find each of you guys. Uh, Joe, you go first. Um, the the shy content that we teased last week is out on GG Recon, so go check that out. Did a, a small interview with him, so that was really cool to kind of not only follow his career, but also um uh, be a little bit more closely related to his career. Um, with with doing the English coverage of of Chinese contenders way way back in the day. That was really cool. Something that you know John was also a part of. So shout outs to that. You know, kind of a fun little callback. Um, and now finally getting to kind of you know ask him some questions about where he's headed and uh, you know what he's got on his mind. You know, for the season as a whole. So um, definitely check that out if you're interested and maybe want a, a history lesson there. Um, and that's pretty much it. I'm gonna start kicking up with the the small little analysis shorts and uh, yeah, just kind of getting ready for for Valorant. Sweet. Uh, Yiska, what about you? What are you up to? Absolutely nothing. On a, I'm on a break <laughs> week. Hey. Like the most I do is like go for long runs. Otherwise, I'm chilling. Um, I will have post match interviews this weekend though. Um, and going to have some new teams in there. So excited for that one. Look for uh, more coverage on that, and then next week I'll be back. Um, hopefully with some feature pieces. Sweet. Uh, well, as for me, I'll sign off last. Um, if you want to stay in touch with me post-Tactical Crouch, 
Uh, Twitter.com slash kicktripod is where I'm on Twitter, and I only am arguing with people about audio stuff half the time. The other half of it is actually pretty good. Uh, Discord, discord.me slash kicktripod, especially if you're into like the content creation, nerdy culture type stuff. We're, it's just kind of a great smorgasbord. Smorgasbord? I don't think I've ever said that word. I think I've heard it <laughs> hundreds of times, read it a few times. And you're never sure if you say it right. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of weird. Um, but uh, discord.me slash kick tripod is where you can find me. And then uh, if you want to stay in touch on the YouTube side of things, I have all of my, um, I have my own little personal YouTube. I actually hit YouTube partner program. Today, my application was approved. Got over a 1,000 subs this past week. Thanks, Yiska, for the signal boost and everybody else. Um, and the so, yeah, I posted a video this morning about audio stuff, and I usually post every one to two weeks. And so you kick tripod YT on YouTube is where you can find that. I think that's everything. I think that's everything. So... With that being said, we're going to get out of here. Thanks so much for hanging out. For those of you who are asking where the show is going to be next week, uh, stay tuned on Twitter, tactical underscore crouch, or in Discord, uh, discord.me slash tactical crouch. The announcement will be there. The shows, if you don't consume it live, it'll be at the same spot. Uh, so it'll be yep. on YouTube, youtube.com slash tactical crouch, or on your podcast feed. That won't change at all. So don't worry about that. Um, okay. That's going to do it for 176. We'll see you next time for Tactical Crouch.